the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The 20th anniversary. AM 1280, The Patriot. WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5. K298CO, Minneapolis. With SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. Two people have been injured, several homes damaged. A military aircraft has gone down in a suburb of Fort Worth, Texas this morning. Authorities say the T-45 Goshawk fighter jet trainer was north of the Naval Air Station Joint Reserve Base. Two crewmen ejected. One was burned by power lines. Another landed in a tree. No reports of any injuries on the ground. Heritage Foundation taking a close look at the so-called For the People Act. Foundation's Zach Smith says the House legislation does absolutely nothing for voters and even guts voter ID laws. Voter ID uh, is one of the easiest and most common sense uh, mechanisms states can implement uh, to protect the integrity of their electoral process. And this is SRN News. Bad decisions limit future options. Make enough bad decisions and you destroy your life. Listen to The Flotline with your host Rick Hughes every Sunday morning at 7.30 here on AM 1280 The Patriot. The Flotline describes a main line of resistance in your soul, built on God's Word. Join us every Sunday for 30 minutes of inspiration, motivation, education, all without manipulation. The Flotline with Rick Hughes every Sunday morning at 7.30 here on AM 1280 The Patriot. The second hour of the Narn with Brad Carlson will be up next here on AM 1280 The Patriot. The latest Clint Eastwood film, Cry Macho, is in theaters now and we want to celebrate in a special way. Register daily at am1280thepatriot.com for a chance to win $1,000 cash, a quality brown suede jacket like the one worn by Clint in the film, a Clint Eastwood 40 Film Collector's Edition box set, and a $50 Fandango movie gift card. Your forecast for today, we're looking at sunny and breezy with a high of 89 and a low of 70 and partly cloudy for tonight. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. Expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T minus three, two, one. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan, here is the closer, Brad Carlson. AM 1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with hour number two of the broadcast we like to call the closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks, as always, for tuning into our show. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And we are here to take your phone call, 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter. Just use hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for any comments or questions. And if you'd like to follow us on Facebook, feel free to uh, look us up there. Do a search. Again, Facebook.com. Do a search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. 
And give us a like or a follow if you haven't done so already. And by the way, uh, speaking of our Facebook page, we are doing a live stream of the broadcast right now. I'm waving to the camera. Uh, and again, many of you may be outside uh, enjoying this uh, last 90-degree uh, day, or at least feels like it's 90 degrees. And I certainly understand that. So if you're listening to the podcast later on, uh, we certainly appreciate however you uh, listen to the show. Uh, thank you, as always. I do want to get into uh, some more national news from this past week. Uh, people always used to decry the Biden, or not the Biden, the Obama administration, which Joe Biden was a part of when he was vice president, obviously, <clears throat> that uh, he liked to do the old uh, Friday night document dump where there would be some documents that were, I don't know, uh, declassified or there were some press releases coming out of the White House or whatever. And a lot of times they may have been unflattering to the Obama administration. And they figure, we'll release them Friday night. Well, not a lot of people are sitting around watching the news uh, on Friday evening. They might, you know, check into their regular news, 5 and 6 p.m., and then they're off doing their starting their weekend, going out, having a good time Friday evening. And in which, and if it's really unflattering to the administration, they might release it to where it gets broadcast on the ten o'clock news. Which there ain't there ain't a whole there not nearly as many people watching the ten o'clock news on a Friday night as they would be say Monday through Thursday evenings. And that's what they used to call the Friday night document dump. Well, uh, wow, uh, it was really hard to ignore what happened this past Friday with the Biden administration. Uh, we've, you know, I've said in this program many times, you know, Joe Biden has now been president officially for, it'll be eight months as of tomorrow. And the one thing during the 2020 campaign is like, look, we need to get civility back in the White House. We need to get compassion and competence back in the White House. And we have basically got none of that these first eight months. There's been maybe sprinkles of, you know, a, a little compassion here and there. But civility, competence, uh, if there has been any, it has been drowned out by the perpetual ineptitude that has taken place. This is from Jazz Shaw at Hot Air. I uh, love the title of the post, by the way, Joe Biden's Terrible, Horrible, No Good, Very Bad Day. Uh, by any measure, Friday, September 17th, 2021, will go down in the books as one of the worst days of the Joe Biden presidency, at least so far, anyway. How bad was it? Bad enough that even Jonathan Lemire and Zeke Miller of the Associated Press felt compelled to tally up the damage for all of us. And in reality, it wasn't even just a bad day. It took barely an hour for all of the bad news to rain down on Uncle Joe's head in what the Associated Press reporters termed one stunning afternoon. The news is framed as a series of setbacks that may imperil Biden's reset. Let's take a look at a few of the details, though we've already mentioned several aspects of these stories here at Hot Air. Uh, okay, so this was the AP's rundown. It was an hour President Joe Biden would no doubt like to forget. On Friday, the Pentagon acknowledged that a drone strike in Afghanistan killed 10 civilians, including seven children, not terrorists. And as an aside, uh, they said with a straight face, oh, but we stand by our intelligence. Okay. Uh, a panel advising the Food and Drug Administration voted to not recommend COVID booster shots for all Americans over 16, dashing an administration hope. 
And France announced it was recalling its ambassador to the United States out of anger for being cut out of a secret nuclear submarine deal Biden had struck with the United Kingdom and Australia. What they don't even mention here, by the way, and this is my own commentary, what's not being mentioned is like the 10,000 uh, uh, 10, migrants, immigrants, illegal aliens, whatever you want to call them, in Del Rio, Del Rio, Texas, that have crossed the border. A lot of them coming from Haiti. They flew from Haiti into uh, uh, Mexico and then figure, well, you know, we just cross the border from here. And I, I think I heard on the news, SRN News, one of the earlier uh, aspects of it today, that uh, apparently the Biden administration was going to you know fly these people back home. I don't know if that's still in place or whatnot. But twelve, there was like 12,000 migrants in Del Rio, Texas, and that wasn't even mentioned. I'm sorry, that's a crisis. By any metric you measure it, people crossing the border and overwhelming the resources that are on the border, that's a crisis. You can try to label anything you want, Jen Psaki, press secretary, who, by the way, was not available for a press briefing on Friday because the president decided to start his vacation early. Talk about bad timing. Uh, I'll continue with uh, Jazz Shaw's piece. Each of these headlines are talking about what qualify as bad news for any administration. The stunning part is how quickly they unfolded one after another. Cable news network anchors could barely keep up, though many of them bravely tried to paint a brighter picture for the White House. Two of the stories had been percolating for a while, but one of them took everyone completely by surprise. The news about the drone strike had been out there for weeks, though initially the administration had claimed that we had some ISIS-K terrorists. Suspicions had grown this week amid allegations on the ground that the dead were actually innocent civilians, most of them, most of whom were children. But the Pentagon admitted to it on Friday afternoon, setting off a flurry of explanations and apologies. They barely had time to trot out a spokesperson to talk about the drone strike, however, when the news broke about the FDA voting against nearly all of the booster shots that Biden had previously declared would begin making the rounds by Monday. A delay in the next phase of the vaccination campaign wouldn't have been big news were it not for the the follow-the-science team at the White House having gotten out in front of the actual science. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, Because, uh, by the way, the FDA, to be fair, the FDA did approve boosters for those ages 65 and older as well as those who are immunocompromised. But as far as just... You know, people who have received the two uh, two vaccine shots, whether it's Moderna or Pfizer, and of course Johnson and Johnson just required the one shot. So for those who are considered, you know, fully fully vaccinated, uh, if you got a third shot, uh, trial studies were showing that it maybe was effective for up to twelve days. That hardly seems worth it, right? So that's why they basically said, "Yeah, no, we're not going to authorize." how many more billions of taxpayer dollars for a shot that is effective for only 12 days. We still need those shots for people who are not vaccinated and may yet decide to get vaccinated. And by the way, uh, surprise, 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 we may get in that story next segment. Vaccine numbers have not increased with this vaccine mandate in place. Gee, what a surprise. Who could have ever predicted that would have happened? So... This is something that was, again, 
we've talked about this on this show many a times, the whole follow the science. You know, the, the, the ones who are most likely to uh, look down their nose and smugly and condescendingly coo, well, we follow the science. They're the ones who are doing the exact opposite. I, I, you know, we talked about it the final segment last hour where you have New York City handing down a mask mandate for indoor gatherings, yet all these elitist celebrities going to the Met Gala, okay, they weren't wearing masks. But the servants literally standing about six feet behind them, all masked up. But science. Talk about last year. The protests said, well, I mean, look here in the Twin Cities. I mean, that was kind of the epicenter of some of these uh, uh, racial protests, right? But before that, you know, early on in the pandemic, people went to the governor's mansion and were protesting, you know, his unilateral uh, handling of the COVID pandemic by closing down businesses. And people went to protest that. And it's like, look at all these people milling around the governor's mansion without wearing masks. Now, at the time, there was, to be fair, there was no mask mandate. But these people, they, you know, the science shows you need to be socially distant to uh, impede the spread of COVID. And all these people gathering together outside the governor's mansion, they all want to kill grandma. And they want to open up these businesses and open up churches and make our, and, and our uh, old people be vulnerable. They want to kill grandma. But a month later... You know, in the aftermath of the death of George Floyd, how many crush of protesters got together to protest that? They were crunched together, not socially distant, middling mask usage. But it's like, well, you know what? That's fair. You know, that's that's a first that's first first amendment right to protest. Okay, so follow the science unless it impacts first amendment issues, but only first amendment issues that you care about. Because people were able to gather with these crushed social justice protests in the name of the First Amendment, but churches had to be closed. You know, gov- government didn't allow people to gather and worship, which is a blatant violation of the First Amendment. So again, this is you're, you're wondering why people are so vaccine hesitant, and there, there's myriad of reasons. But like I said, the government fails to ever look in the mirror. Or be self-reflective or saying, you know what, maybe some of the things that we were saying early on in order to try to mitigate the spread actually, oh, I don't know, helped uh, maybe prolong the pandemic a little longer or prolong the pandemic. Sorry for the redundancy there from the Department of Redundancy Department. (laughs) But this has been my squawk the whole time, this whole follow the science when they've done anything but. And they've never adequately explained it. It's just like, well, we need to protect the vaccinated from the unvaccinated. Well, wait a minute. That's sending a mixed message, too, because you're demanding people get vaccinated. Well, if there's still going to be unvaccinated people out there, but you're saying the vaccinated still need to be protected. So how does that how is that providing an incentive to get a vaccine? Oh, well, let's mandate it. Yeah. Super strategy. Super strategy. It hasn't worked. And, oh, by the way, uh, the uh, this administration's approval numbers, uh, yeah, they're looking pretty sorry. We're going to uh, definitely address that in the next segment. Take your phone calls as well, 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Brad Carlson, The Closer, coming back with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere.
sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to AM 1280, The Patriot, at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. You know that little ding? It don't mean a thing at Appliance Renew. Hi, this is Michael, owner of Appliance Renew. We carry over 250 brand-new scratch-and-dent appliances from all major brands up to 50% off. Our inventory may have a scratch or a little ding, but no worries. All our appliances are fully tested and warranted. I run every appliance through a 20-point inspection, checking that all components, belts, and lines are running at peak performance. Finding your next appliance is only a short drive to our Farmington showroom. In the spirit of saving you money, Appliance Renew is your home for Z-Line Kitchen appliances and products. Brand new attainable luxury appliances at affordable prices. Visit our Farmington showroom or check us out online at ApplianceRenew.com. Our inventory may have a scratch or a little ding, but it don't mean a thing at Appliance Renew. Our inventory changes daily. Visit ApplianceRenew.com. That's ApplianceRenew.com. Searching for ways to strengthen your daily walk? Visit Crosswalk.com. From devotionals to Christian living topics, movie reviews to marriage and financial articles, and so much more, the intersection of faith and life, Crosswalk.com. The division of Salem Media Group. Did you know that Big Lou can vaccinate your entire estate from the virus known as Uncle Sam? That's right. Big Lou and Term Provider have the only single-dose solution in town, a $1 million term life insurance policy. Yep, a $1 million term life insurance policy with no side effects. One call to Big Lou can lead to an entire estate vaccination that will provide 100% guaranteed protection against estate taxes and debt, even if you are a bit porky or have a splash of sugar diabetes. In fact, a 50-year-old male may qualify for half a million dollars of coverage for less than 100 bucks per month, a million for less than 200 per month. Call Big Lou at Term Provider to get the service and price you deserve with zero side effects. Call 800-555-2085 right now. 800-555-2085. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He follows the science too. Call 800-555-2085 or visit BigLou.com. Big Lou doesn't give tax advice. Do you need a new battery for your lawnmower, boat, or motorcycle? Full Service Battery offers the lowest prices on batteries in town. Need batteries for your golf cart? Full Service Battery will recycle your old ones and even install the new batteries. Let local, family-owned Full Service Battery put their over 20 years of experience to work for you. They can even custom build a battery cable if you need it. There's only one name you need to remember for batteries, and that's Full Service Battery. Search them online, Full Service Battery. Welcome back, AM twelve eighty the Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with another segment on the broadcast. We'd like to call the closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks so much for tuning in. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag Narn Show. That's hashtag N-A-R-N show for any comments or questions. And as always, we appreciate you uh tuning in. Uh yes, not to um favorable numbers for the Biden administration. This was before the disastrous day that they had on Friday. This was from uh, last Tuesday, a Quinnipiac poll indicating that uh, Biden underwater on job approval and handling of key issues 
Uh, More than six in 10 Americans believe U.S. troops will return to Afghanistan. Now, uh, a majority of people, when asked, you know, should we be withdrawing from Afghanistan, indicated, yeah, we should be. And this was a, this was kind of the uh, incoherent argument that the Biden administration was making, saying, well, all these people would rather we stay in this war for uh, for even longer than the 20 years we've been there. And he was saying that those that were decrying the withdrawal, that they were the ones that they, they just merely wanted to stay longer. No, the majority of people surveyed said, yeah, we need to get the heck out of there. But they took issue with how it was done. And guess what? There are still Americans and allies over there that want to get the heck out of there that can't. But it's not a hostage situation, don't forget. It's amazing how they avoid uh, certain words at this uh, administration. Again, this is from this uh, Quinnipiac poll. Americans' views have dimmed on the way President Joe Biden is handling his job as president, with 42% approving and 50% disapproving, according to a Quinnipiac University National Poll of Adults released Tuesday. This is the first time Biden's job approval has dropped into negative territory since taking office. Congratulations, it only took eight months. In early August, 46% of Americans approved and 43% disapproved the way disapproved of the way Biden was handling his job. So in a month's time, or maybe six weeks' time, it went from plus three to minus eight. So 11-point downturn in uh, in just about six weeks. Ooh, brutal. Uh, in Tuesday's poll, Democrats approve 88 uh, to 7%. While Republicans disapprove, ninety-one to seven percent. Okay, no surprise. You know, the the um, obviously the partisan uh, perspective is you know going to pretty much remain entrenched. But this is where it really gets dicey for this administration. Independents disapprove, fifty-two to thirty-four percent. Eighteen points underwater with independents. Ooh, brutal. Uh, Biden's numbers on his handling of the response to the coronavirus are mixed, with 48% approving, 49% disapproving. This compares to August when he received a 53 to 40% approval rating on his handling of the virus. So that's a 14-point downturn. Uh, Americans give him a negative score on his handling of foreign policy, 34 to 59% in August, it was basically about even, just a little underwater. 42% approved, 44% disapproved, 23% drop. Whew, man, these are just brutal. Uh, they also give Biden a negative score in his handling of his job as commander-in-chief in the, of the U.S. military, with 40% approving and 55% disapproving. Uh, and this is, and obviously this is on the hands of when the when the discussion of the withdrawal from Afghanistan was being talked about, I believe this was July, early July, where someone asked, you know, is it inevitable that the Taliban will take over once we withdraw? And without hesitation, the president said, no, absolutely not. And that was played on a heavy rotation once it was very obvious that the Taliban, it it just pretty much took over the millisecond we started withdrawing forces. So just an absolute disaster on his handling in the economy uh, Biden receives a negative uh, 42 to 52% rating in August. It was slightly negative, 43 to 48% on his handling of climate change. Uh, Americans are divided as 42% approved, 45% disapproved. This compares to a positive 48 to 35% approval rating in August. 
Uh, polling analyst Tim Malloy said the following, if there was ever a honeymoon for President Biden, it is clearly over. This is, with few exceptions, a poll full of troubling negatives from overall job approval to foreign policy to the economy. Uh, yeah, that that's exactly right. And look, I get it. Uh, this was always going to be uh, an uphill battle for Democrats in the midterms. You know, because the first midterm uh, in a presidential administration, it always is a success. The party that uh, is not in power in the White House always has gains in Congress in the midterms. That's typically how it goes. There's always a correction. And 2022 looked to be no exception. That's why the Democrats were so desperate to try to tie or try to define Republicans by the events of January 6th, you know, the attack on the U.S. Capitol. Oh, and by the way, uh, how about, how did that protest go yesterday? The J6 rally where there were supporters that were rallying uh, in support of those who were arrested for the January 6th uh, U.S. Capitol riots. I think there were more media people covering that. That and and I think Ari Fleischer, former White House press secretary under President Bush, George W. Bush, I think he said it perfectly. He says, "You want it, you want to see bias? There were practically the same number of media people in Washington D.C. yesterday for that J6 rally, uh, but yet down in Del Rio, Texas, where there is a legitimate crisis going on at the Texas-Mexico border, there's hardly any media people. In fact, uh, there was." Uh, Someone trying to shut down a drone being flown over this area because it was embarrassing to the Biden administration. But that so it only gets to the point where the media the media can only cover for you for so long. At at some point, it's 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 just not going to work. But CNN is trying their darndest. They're trying their darndest, by the way, with what they with with the things that they're they've uh, they try to. Uh, try to implement like talking about how now now there was some special i saw being teased how conservative media is bad for democracy you know but they don't look in the mirror at their own responsibility and why discourse is the way it is and that's why uh they're i'm trying to think of what it was i was i was talking about this with someone yesterday of all of our major institutions uh in this country whether it's you know the white house or congress uh, or the media or the military. I think only the military had a positive approval rating above water. And I think there was one other, I don't recall what it was. But you talk about Congress is like single digits approval rating. It perpetually is there. Media uh, has been way underwater for, for a long, long time. You know, and so many, all these institutions, people are losing faith in it. And you wonder why that people glom on to these fantastical conspiracy theories, particularly about election fraud. And again, I'm not indulging these conspiracy theories about election fraud. I'm not saying there was election fraud on a grand scale that caused the election to swing from Trump to Biden. I'm not saying that at all, and I'm not excusing it. And I call it out as, as despicable. But what I am saying is I understand why people gravitate toward it, because there are no trusts in their institutions to tell them the truth, to level with them. And this current media, as well as the Biden White House, exhibit A. And this is why the Biden administration is underwater. Yet Joe Biden 
whenever he come, whenever he does take a question, or whether he does hold it, whenever he does hold a press conference, and he's asked about troubling things in the economy, you know, particularly inflation getting out of control, he comes back with, "Well, you know, just think of the other guy who was up here." I mean, he's honest to God. He's still going there. He's still leaning on that. He's still saying, "Well, if Trump was here, just think how much worse things have been." Yeah, you know, the economy's in the dumper, and yeah, the withdrawal, our foreign policy is is, is is at a low point. And in the one issue where Democrats are strong, climate change, yeah, we're underwater on that, too. Hey, but at least Trump isn't here. And you know what? A lot of Biden supporters, you know, Democrats who, who still approve of his job, 88% to 7%, apparently 7% didn't understand the question, but that's another story entirely. But those who approve over Democrats who overwhelmingly approve of of Joe Biden's job approval are, are they are even they buying that anymore? I mean, yeah, I'm sure they're glad Trump is out out of there, and that's probably their reason for answering yes. Uh, we do approve of the performance of Joe Biden, mostly because it's not Trump. But what about these issues of substance? You know these these regulations and these mandates that are that are killing your business or you know inflation that is is throwing your cost of living out of, out of whack. You know what about all that? Does does none of that matter? It you know it is okay, it is okay to say we're glad Trump is gone, but at the same time saying, but you know, Biden's doing a horrible job. I disapprove of his job. He really needs to step it up. You know they're not advocating to kick him out of office. These Democrats who say they, you know, would say they disapprove of his job. They just want him to step it up. But yet we can't deviate from any of the the partisanship. And this and this went along with with Trumpkins as well. You know when when Trump was in office, and I would criticize him on some of the things that that he said. Yeah, but I mean, look at the way our economy is is humming along. And yeah, and yeah, I'm I'm grateful for that. But again, we need someone who is a statesman who can at least show some dignity on a world stage, a national stage. Isn't that still important? But, uh, again, Trump's no longer president, so I don't need to rail on that any longer. Joe Biden is president, and uh, this past Tuesday, or excuse me, this past Friday would have been a bad month, bad two months for most presidents, and he accomplished all that awful news in a day. Absolutely brutal. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, back with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorrance Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-482-8399. 800-482-8399. That's 800-482-8399. Pro-life across America, the billboard people. 
I'm sure glad you're my sister, Addie. Yep, you're my best buddy. Mom says you were their little surprise. What would we do without you? Well, you'll probably get your own gum. Yeah, that's true, but you're worth it. Hello, my name is Carrie. I work with Pro-Life Across America, the billboard people. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives to abortion or needs post-abortion assistance or would like to support the life-saving work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or check us out online at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America, educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Pro-Life Across America, the Billboard people. Hey there, remember me? I'm Tasha with Forever Cleaning, here to ask, aren't you tired of cleaning your office? Did you know that when you do it yourself, you are taking precious time away from doing all the things you really enjoy? Like spending time with the family, or spending the day doing absolutely nothing at all. Or better yet, taking advantage of that fishing license you keep buying every year but never seem to find the time to use. Imagine this. You getting your hooks wet, catching some dinner, and leaving the cleaning to us. Forever Cleaning aims to provide top quality service that includes trash removal, break room bathroom disinfecting, dusting, mopping, and more. So what are you waiting for? Call us today at 763-807-9817 to schedule your walkthrough or visit forevercleaning.com. That's the number four, evrcleaning.com. And if you mention this ad, you'll receive 15% off your first three months of service. So remember, Forever Cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned. Hey, welcome back. AM1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks always for tuning in. 651-289-4488. That is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for any comments or questions. As always, we appreciate tuning in. Uh, kind of a big buzzkill this past uh, Tuesday, the California recall election uh, saw Governor uh, Gavin Newsom uh, surviving that effort. Um, I can't say I'm surprised that uh, Gavin Newsom uh, survived this recall because, well, <laughs> it's California, uh, and it's a uh, very far-left uh, progressive state, even more so than uh, what we're enduring here in Minnesota. I mean, here in Minnesota, it's 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 beanbag compared to um you know, what you're enduring in California. But I'll uh, read from uh, Northern Alliance um, Radio Network alums piece, uh, Ed Morrissey. Uh, In uh, this case, the polls had it right. As the recall election came closer and closer, California's electorate reverted more and more back to its blue state norm. The result, as of the moment, with 67% of precincts reporting, Nearly two-thirds of the vote rejected the recall of Gavin Newsom as governor, allowing him to finish the final year-plus of his term. Uh, what could have been? Uh, this is from a uh, L.A. Times story. Uh, California Governor Gavin Newsom survived a historic recall election Tuesday, winning a major vote of confidence during a COVID-19 pandemic that has shattered families and livelihoods and tested his ability to lead the state through the largest worldwide health crisis in modern times. Yeah, because um, like many of other these elitists, he didn't follow his own um, 
mandates in California. <coughs> I digress. Uh, the recall offered Republicans their best chance in more than a decade to take the helm of the largest state in the union, but the effort was undercut when Newsom and the nation's leading Democrats, aided by visits to California by President Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris, portrayed the campaign to oust the governor as a life-and-death battle against Trumpism and far-right anti-vaccine activists. Conservative talk show host Larry Elder led the 46 candidates on the second question on the ballot, hoping to become governor, but that became meaningless after a majority of California voters decided to keep Newsom in office. Uh, the L.A. Times kind of contradicts itself in these paragraphs if you uh, if you read it closely. They said, uh, Governor Newsom, you survived a recall election, winning a major vote of confidence. Okay, but they also the story also says they had to call in nation's leading Democrats, which included visits to California by President Biden, Vice President Kamala Harris, and oh by the way, he outraised. Uh, the other candidates like ten, five to ten times as far as fundraising. This is California. This is as blue a blue state as it gets. And yet you needed to call in the two top Democrats in your party, the president and the vice president, plus raise untold millions in order to stay in office. I'm I'm failing to see how that's a vote of confidence. It got to the point, and uh, conservative commentator Eric Erickson brought this up in his radio show. What 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 really happened was this became more about Larry Elder as a viable candidate for governor. Because if you listen to Larry Elder's politics, and of course we here at at Salem Communications love Larry Elder. You know, we, we, we here in this office love Larry Elder. I'll never forget when he came to town for a Patriot event back in October of 2017. Uh, he We basically uh, sat in the bar restaurant area, closed the joint down at like 2 o'clock, and then he uh, threw a few bucks at the kitchen staff to stay open just a little bit longer, make, a few, make some appetizers for us. Okay? So that alone I love Larry Elder, not, not to mention that, you know, I agree with his politics too. But guess what? There aren't enough people like us in California for that to be a a motivating factor. Sure, what Republicans that are in the state of California were definitely motivated to get out there, but there aren't nearly enough. So when it became about Larry Elder, the candidate, it was more voting against Larry Elder possibly becoming governor than it was kicking out Gavin Newsom. Because nobody was terribly excited about Gavin Newsom, especially seeing him impose strict mandates. I I talked about this when I was in California at the end of 2020. I was there for a business trip. You had to wear a mask literally everywhere. And I do mean literally. Even I went to walk on the beach. They required masks. This is a huge beach. You know, I was in uh, Hermosa Beach, south of L.A. And huge beach, wide open, very conducive to social distancing. And you still had to wear a mask. Okay, yet you have Gavin Newsom and I believe a member of the health administration in this intimate setting in the in the French Laundry. That's the name of this restaurant. I mean, doesn't that sound like the snootiest name you've heard? French Laundry. They're crushed together, no distancing, no masks, close quarters. And yet the citizens of California were under some of the most draconian, strictest lockdowns and mandates in the entire country. 
and it really didn't do anything to mitigate the spread. So, no, there was not a vo- that was not a vote of confidence for Gavin Newsom. It just was basically, man, in our mind, he sucks less. That's basically what it boiled down to. That's not that's not very inspiring. Uh, I've got to be perfectly honest with you. Uh, folks, we need to take an early break here. Our, our guest is a little late in joining us, John Burns, Concerned Veterans for America. He's going to be joining us a final segment. So I want to take an early break so I have enough time from this final segment to talk about issues that are ongoing with the uh, Veterans Affairs. Uh, very, very important topic at this point in time, particularly with us withdrawing from Afghanistan and everything that surrounded that. So 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N show. Brad Carlson, The Closer, coming back with one final segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. AM 1280, The Patriot. Salmon fishing in Alaska at an amusement park in Green Bay or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Stream AM 1280, The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. When our first responders and military die in the line of duty, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation pays off their mortgages, bringing families with young children stability. For catastrophically injured veterans and first responders, Tunnel to Towers builds mortgage-free smart homes to give them their independence. Our nation's heroes, people who are willing to die for you and me, need your help. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Impact Mortgage Corp. TV, a cash call mortgage, NMLS ID 128231, equal housing lender, not licensed in all states, including New York. Offer based on loans over $250,000. Call 855-657-9910 for licensing terms and restrictions. What's better than a mortgage interest rate and APR in the twos? How about a no-closing-cost mortgage loan with an interest rate and APR in the twos? That's right. We have no closing cost loans here at Cash Call Mortgage. We pay the title, escrow, and appraisal fees. So if you're looking to save a little cash on your monthly mortgage payment, call Cash Call Mortgage today. Our quotes are always free. If your mortgage rate APR is not in the twos, Cash Call Mortgage could lower your interest rate and save you some cash. What are you waiting for? With low rates and no closing cost options, now is the time to refinance your mortgage. For a free quote to see if you qualify, go to CashCallMortgage.com or call us today. Call 800-931-6651. That's 800-931-6651. 800-931-6651. GodTube.com. Inspiration, comedy, music, faith, and fun. Get the best of GodTube every morning and start your day with a smile. Great faith-based videos sent to your inbox daily when you subscribe at GodTube.com, a division of Salem Media Group. Arby's Computer Service. You and your business are online today more than ever. Most people are working from home and meeting via Internet, and that means IT structures are overtaxed and Wi-Fi is humming. An outage in one of your critical systems now could be a fatal blow to your operation. Arby's Computer Service is ready and able to help. Their staff is standing by and prepared to offer assistance. If your business IT system experiences a failure, give Arby's a call. Their professional team of certified computer and networking specialists is experienced in diagnosing and solving a wide range of issues. With Arby's Computer Service on the job, you'll never have to worry about dealing with IT-related issues on your own, whether it's for your personal system or business. Arby's Computer Service knows that Internet traffic is surging, and they're available now to help. You'll always get competitive pricing, trustworthy advice, and excellent customer service from Randy and his team at Arby's Computer Service. Giving your computer problems the boot. 
computer service. Welcome back, AM twelve eighty, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network. Everything in moderation. It's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks always for tuning in. One final segment on the broadcast. And we do want to get to our guest to allow as much time as we possibly can. Our next guest, John Burns, is the Director of Education with Concerned Veterans for America and has been with the organization since 2012. He is a veteran of both the U.S. Marine Corps and the U.S. Army with deployments in Somalia, Iraq, and Afghanistan. Wanted to have John on the broadcast to talk about uh, recent issues, possibly developing issues within the Veterans Affairs, obviously very important situation given the fact the number of veterans that have uh, come home after many many years deployed to Iraq and Afghanistan particularly Afghanistan 20 years in that particular war and we've heard of many of our veterans having multiple deployments on there and the uh, long-term issues that they have uh, when returning home and we want to give them the best possible intention and care that we can and here to talk a little bit more about this is the aforementioned uh, John Burns. Uh, John an honor to have you on the program today sir how are you? I'm fine, and actually, it's my honor to be on your show, and, and thank you for, for, for the kind introduction and, and the setup, because you, you, you basically gave me the setup that I was going to give, that this is 20 years of war that we've been in, and yes. you know now we've got to think about the consequences of that. I mean, we should have been thinking about the consequences a long time ago, but, but we're, we're not in a great place with the VA right now. Yeah, and I wanted to bring that up. Obviously, that was a big situation that has come up within the last uh, decade. Uh, just, I mean, let's call it what it was, this, the scandals that came out of there, particularly the porous health care and long wait times that our veterans were, were having to endure. And, and regardless of what you think of the operations that took place in the Middle East, whether you were opposed or were for it, uh, knowing that our veterans went through this is just not acceptable on on any level. Uh, I guess the first thing I should ask uh, John Burns is during the Trump administration specifically, this is one of their big uh, uh, issues that they ran on was the accountability in the VA. The VA Accountability Act was passed 2017-2018 timeframe. Has that done anything to mitigate some of the issues we've seen with the VA, John Burns? Well, well there was the accountability. The Act and Whistleblower Protection Act of 2017, and then yes. there was the Mission Act of 2018. Okay. I'm going to go all the way back to 2014 for a half a second here and talk about something that most people who follow veterans' issues probably remember, the Phoenix VA scandal. And it mm. wasn't really just Phoenix. It was national. We found out that the VA was basically cheating, um, lying to, to itself, lying to Congress, lying so that those who ran the hospitals could get bonuses by saying, we're getting veterans health care in the time that we're supposed to, but they really weren't. They had veterans waiting for more than six months in many cases to get care. And in some cases, those veterans were, were not getting the care they needed to survive, right? We, we, sure. we know that some veterans died while they were in a wait status. Congress passes the VA Accountability, Transparency, and Portability Act in 2014, which gives us the choice card, meaning that if you had to wait more than a uh, set number of days, I think it was 90 days at the time, for care, then you could go out into the community and get care on the community. The VA blocked implementation of that card as hard as they could, right? They said, we'll decide when you get to use that and only when we decide. And they made it very unfavorable. They used a small network of providers. They paid very, very low rates. So nobody wanted to take it. Uh, the, the, the bureaucracy itself blocked the implementation in the will of Congress. Come to 2018, we passed the Mission Act, which includes uh, the VA Community Care Program, which allows veterans the same thing to go out in town. You didn't need the card. If you were waiting more than uh, 20 days for primary care or 28 days for specialty care, if you had to drive more than 
30 minutes for primary care or 60 minutes for specialty care. The VA was supposed to assign you to community care. And okay. once again, what we're, what we're finding is, is that the VA is deliberately blocking and denying veterans access to that VA community care program. So I, now that we have these uh, issues, I mean, uh, starting to fester again, I mean, I, is, is there anything? I mean, I know we hear a lot coming out of the White House and out of the, the Capitol about uh, a lot of issues, and, and particularly you know, this withdrawal from Afghanistan. Certainly the veterans are first and foremost on a lot of people's minds uh, these days. Uh, is this just going to be a repeat of, we, of what we saw about six, seven years ago, John Burns? That doesn't sound very encouraging, i got to be honest. <laughs> Well, you know, I mean, I think there's always going to be an institutional struggle to get the VA to do things that the employees feel aren't in their interest. What we need to do is keep pressure on Congress, on this president. I mean, obviously, the, the former president was he ran on VA accountability. He he he, you know, made it an issue throughout the four years he was in office. He celebrated it, you know, in his last campaign. Uh, we have a different we have a different president. We obviously have a different Congress um, They're They're not as interested in allowing veterans to get out and get choice. So we need to just continue to work with with those in Congress who support this to put pressure on it. We uh, we uh, our, our broader community, in fact, Americans for Prosperity Foundation, one of our sister networks um, that does things like lawsuits against government and, and FOIA requests, recently did a FOIA request. And, and the, the, the stuff we're getting back from the VA is fantastic. And it's basically saying that they're not following the law, that they're denying veterans the option to go out and get that community care. They're, in fact, canceling their appointments with veterans um, without telling the veterans, without the veterans agreeing to have those appointments canceled, just so that they can reset the clock so they don't have to use the community care option. Mm. They're using cost to, to say, no, it's too expensive to send this veteran out into the community, even though it's in his best medical interests, which is against the law. They're just, they're just resisting. And, it, you know, in, in our opinion, in my opinion, their intent is to, to kill this community care program, again, so that they can keep veterans going into the hospital to the VA hospital system. And, and we just need to keep the, the pressure on groups like concerned veterans for America. You know, this is, this is one of the reasons we exist to hold the VA accountable. And obviously the folks uh, listening to this right now, certainly uh, uh, very uh, uh, sympathetic and, and passionate about um, our military. Those who have, you know, let's be honest, have, have taken several deployments, put their lives on the line. Some are still over there now. Um, certainly are hearing this, uh, John Burns, and want to do what they can to maybe pitch in, make their voice heard. Uh, for our listeners that would want to be more ac- active participants in maybe helping your organization along, uh, in your opinion, what is the, what's the best thing that they could do at this point? Well, what they what they could do right now is go to uh, get on their computer, get on their smartphone, go to www dot cv4a.org that's charlie victor four alpha.org if you're a military person letter c letter v number four letter a.org and click the take action button and you can you can sign up to help us hold the va accountable you know we're looking at a whole new generation of, of veterans brad three million veterans have served in this greater global war on terror since since September right. 11th, 2001. And, you know, there's a whole different disability set here. There's a whole, you know, obviously we have folks who are surviving things that they wouldn't have survived even in, in Vietnam. You know, we have, we just have different medical technology. And yet, you know, we're looking at, at two, two and a half trillion dollars in the next 
30 years of spending on, on veterans' health care, and yet we're doing it with a system that was primarily designed after World War II and redesigned a little bit after World War I, but it's designed to meet the needs of, of you know, uh, two generations, three generations ago veterans, not the veterans as they live today, not in the places where they live, where they're in community, the way they operate online. It, we're just, we're, we're not set up to succeed with this generation of veterans, with the VA being as, as kind of set in its ways and set in the past as it is right now. Yeah, and and I think uh, I, I guess you would probably agree that what further compounded this. I mean, you alluded to. I mean, how many? Uh, I think it was eight, nine years, uh, primarily in Iraq, and of course, twenty years in, in Afghanistan, and the how many hundreds of thousands, maybe into the millions of veterans that were involved in those wars. And you take a certain percentage that have been impacted, uh, you know, physical injuries and whatnot. I mean, was it just as simple uh, as the VA just? being overwhelmed by the length and the number of uh, troops that we deployed to these conflicts, John Burns? You know, I think that's part of it, but but, but there's also the, what happens is is that there's residual effects of being, being of serving overseas, of being in combat, of being in a combat zone. You know, and the VA in American history, both in terms of raw numbers and in terms of percentage of population, the American veterans population was at its highest in 80, 1987, 1988, when Ronald Reagan, because of those those statistics made the VA a cabinet agency, right? And that was supposed to make a difference. In terms of number of patients, it hit a high in the early 2000s because the Vietnam generation was getting into their 50s and into their 60s even in some cases. And now they're into their 70s. And we had that spike in you know, late life healthcare effects of combat. Right now, the the, the median age of a, an Iraq Afghan veteran is about 37. Uh, but there are guys like myself who served when we were in our 30s who are already getting older. But as we get into the 2030s, the 2040s, and towards 2050, we're going to age these veterans into late life, you know, later in life healthcare issues, and that's just going to increase the costs. Phenomenally, and if we don't let them get health out in the community, we're going to be restricting them into these ancient VA healthcare hospitals, and it's just not going to be a good outcome for the for these veterans. Uh, we have a few minutes uh, remaining with our guests again, John Burns. He's the director of education, Concerned Veterans for America. Uh, please check out their website, uh, cv the number four a dot org. That's cv four a dot org. And again, folks, if you're uh, if you're outraged about what you're hearing and would like to make a difference, again, go to the website, uh, click on the Take Action button, and uh, obviously they'll certainly welcome any uh, uh, resources that you could provide. Uh, John Burns, we have a, a few minutes remaining, I guess, uh, from you uh, dealing with these particular issues, and obviously you uh, being a uh, a veteran yourself. Um, what are some of the? I mean, you've kind of detailed laundry list of some of the egregious abuses and incompetence that has uh, taken place. Um, I guess what was, what's probably the most egregious, most outrageous thing that you've seen on a, on a massive scale and in, in everything that we've endured over the past decade or so. I mean, certainly the, the, the kind of the, the organized larceny that the VA senior exec or met that certain members of the VA senior executive service were engaging in, as we talked about in 2013, 14, where, I mean, it was, it was the entire upper uh, hospital administration culture. They were doing all these things to, to basically take taxpayer dollars mm -hmm. that was designed to, to, you know, increase health outcomes and prosperity for America's veterans. And they were turning it into, to, uh, you know, a slush fund for themselves, right? All kinds of manipulating of figures to get bonuses. You know, there were, there were the, the, the women, um, administrators, two administrators uh, who um, just continued to switch where they were on paper, where they were administrators, and both of them stayed in the same location um, back and forth just to get relocation bonuses. Uh, the culture there has become a culture of 
VA and VA employees first, veterans second. And I think that's the most egregious thing is, right, we have an entire federal bureaucracy that is meant to do one thing and exists for, for entirely another reason in, in terms of practicality. It's very similar, Brad, to what we see with public schools sometimes, right? Between the, the, the school system itself and the unions, we're not always looking at the outcome for children. We have the same thing with the VA and its, its, its government employee unions, right? A lot of times that what's good for the senior executives of the VA and what's good for union employees isn't always the best thing for veterans. And, you know, I, I'm of the mind that, that the VA and the government owes it to the taxpayers to make that VA accountable to the taxpayer and responsible to the veteran and not just exist as a jobs program and as a way for, for folks who, who want to have good jobs and be healthcare administrators to get six figures. Once again, we've been joined by John Burns, uh, Director of Education Concerned Veterans for America. And folks, uh, obviously, just uh, I mean, the morally reprehensible way that these veterans have been treated, I think, in and of itself it, it is outrageous. But as as uh, Mr. Burns alluded to, the fact that uh, taxpayer dollars just being uh, thrown down the proverbial drain in, in this manner certainly uh, is, is enough to, uh, I would think, spark some interest and perhaps some action. So again, uh, CV, the number 4A.org, CV, 4a.org is the website concerned veterans for america uh john very sobering assessment but uh, very necessary to get the information out to those who may not have known so we appreciate your time today thank you so much for joining us and uh, have a great rest of your weekend appreciate it thanks thanks for having me on brett i really appreciate it thanks for the time today am1280 the patriot northern alliance radio network folks thank you as always for uh tuning in skull vikings have a blessed week my friends godspeed Open all the doors and let you out into the world. Closing time. Turn all For the life of your home, visit thinkami.com. Air Mechanical, family owned and operated since 1985, leads the metro area in heating, cooling, plumbing, and electrical, and now drain cleaning services. Whether it's maintaining your current system, repairing it when it breaks, or installing new equipment, Air Mechanical believes in doing things the right way, not the easy way. They are there 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Bryant, whatever it takes. Call or schedule online at thinkami.com. For the life of your home, visit thinkami.com. Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son founders of Relief Factor, tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. That's right, designed to heal, and now I agree. The doctors who formulated Relief Factor for Pete and Seth selected the four best ingredients, 100% drug-free ingredients that each help your body deal with inflammation. That's correct. Each of the four ingredients deal with inflammation on a different metabolic pathway. That right there. Approaching your pain from four different angles may very well be why so many Americans find such wonderful pain relief. If you have back pain, shoulder, neck, hip, knee, or foot pain from exercise or even just getting older, you must order the three-week quick start now. Discount it to only nineteen ninety-five to see if it will work for you too. I think it could. Give your body what it needs to heal itself. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800-500-8384, relieffactor.com. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most, right where you live. 
Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. Warning, warning, warning. Once you taste the Rack Shack's Patriot Burger, other burgers will never measure up. Hey, I'm Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM1280, The Patriot, and we've partnered with my friend Keith Hitner Sr. from the Rack Shack Barbecue to create a burger worthy of the Patriot name. It's a half-pound burger that's red, white, and blue through and through. American cheese on top, and the American flag proudly waves over the bun. The Patriot Burger comes with your choice of any of our delectable sides, like our famous hand-cut fries, all just for $12.80. Best burger in town as far as I'm concerned, and it's $12.80 anytime, any day. Try today at the Rack Shack Barbecue at the Cedar Cliff Center at Nichols and Cliff in Egan. Be careful. Once you try a Patriot Burger, you may never go back to a regular burger. That's the Rack Shack Barbecue at RackShackBarbecue.com. Get that Rack Shack attack, Rack Shack Barbecue, oh, 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 yeah. Celebrating three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.